Rabbit Bunny Bunny, or some variation thereof. They say if those are the first words you say at the beginning of a new month, you'll have good luck. So give it a shot if you have not yet spoken. Hi, it's Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. It's First Thing with Kevin Mano. First of all, it's Mardi Gras, also known as Fat Tuesday, a day many indulge before fasting tomorrow. It is also the birthday of Justin Bieber, who's 28 today. Kesha is 35. Mark Paul Gossler, that's uh, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell, he's 48. Javier Bardem is 53. And Ron Howard, whose voice you hear at the end of every episode of this podcast, is 68. Please tell your friends about this show. Okay, getting into it, your daily update on the Russian invasion of Ukraine. First off, I got lots of messages yesterday, all of them very nice. Uh, I was happy to get them. Apparently, I've been saying Kiev, which I have heard all my life, and the Ukrainians pronounce their capital city Kiev. So moving forward, I too shall say Kiev. Thank you, everybody. If I get something wrong, please let me know. It's, it's going to happen a lot. I'm always open to learning. Uh, just a few of the latest headlines out of the war zone. There is apparently a 40-mile-long convoy of Russian forces nearing Kiev that's based on satellite photos. It's much larger than previously reported. Um, those initial talks yesterday between the countries yielded no results. It looks like the line of dialogue will stay open for now at least. The plan is for another talk within the next few days. Ukraine is holding firm though. Their president Zelensky signed a formal request to join the European Union, which is exactly what Putin did not want. Uh, some say it was mostly symbolic because that would normally take years to make official, but Zelensky is calling for them to fast track Ukraine's membership. I saw that two of Russia's top billionaires have spoken out against the invasion of Ukraine. Do they want the fighting to stop to spare lives? Possibly. Are all of these sanctions messing with their money? Definitely. Regardless, whatever the reasoning, they could potentially influence Putin. Uh, a team of 10 American and British Special Forces veterans are joining the fight against Russia. These dudes are experts in close combat and counterterrorism. Uh, and many more are fighting, and they're doing it from behind screens. Over 200,000 volunteers have joined Ukraine's cyber army in the fight against Russia, trying to take down Russian networks. They've been somewhat successful so far. I'll have a few more stories over the course of the next 10 minutes, but again, uh, I urge you to uh, follow along with the major news networks. I can give daily updates and recaps on this show, but uh, certainly not all the information. There's so much out there. Getting into sports, Ukrainian tennis player Elena Svitolina, who is ranked 15th in the world, is withdrawing from the Monterey Open, where she was scheduled to face a Russian player in round one. She refuses to face her, and she's bowing out. The NHL is next up to cut Russia off. They said, quote, effective immediately, we are suspending our relationships with our business partners in Russia, and we are pausing our Russian language social and digital media sites. And in the NFL, first the Buccaneers lost Tom Brady, and now they lost guard Ali Marpet. He played seven great seasons and is retiring from the game at 28. Imagine retiring at 28. All right, getting into a few entertainment stories. It's been pretty harrowing following along with Maxim Shmerkovsky, former Dancing with the Stars pro. I mentioned last week that he's been in Ukraine and it wasn't easy, but he did manage to get out of the country. He was arrested at one point, but he said that was actually the least traumatizing moment of the whole experience. If you're not following him and you want those updates, uh, I have his page linked in our Instagram stories. It's hard to watch. I mean, a lot of these videos and stuff that he's posting are uh, are hard to watch, but he's there. He's out now, but he's he's there. At least half a million refugees have fled Ukraine, mostly to Poland. Joe Rogan, who has been trying to limit his spread of false information, just got caught spreading false information. He reposted a fake news story online that said Steven Seagal was fighting for the Russians. Once he realized it was a parody story, he took it down and apologized. Seagal is actually buddies with Putin, uh, and he happens to be banned from Ukraine. He did issue a statement yesterday on the whole mess, and he said, quote, My prayers are that both countries will come to a positive, peaceful resolution where we can live and thrive together in peace. 
Now, this is a sad memory to access, but nearly two years after her tragic drowning, Naya Rivera's family settled their wrongful death lawsuit against California's Ventura County. They say the money awarded will help Naya's son, Josie, with his life beyond this tragedy. A couple pieces of relationship news. First off, congrats to former bachelor Colton Underwood. If you remember, Colton publicly came out as gay in April of 2021 and started dating Jordan C. Brown. Well, the two are now engaged. Colton said, quote, starting 2022 off with my best friend, teammate, and now fiance is something I never thought was going to be possible. Congrats, guys. Uh, And now we move to a divorce. Brother Hulk Hogan just announced that he and his wife of 11 years, Jennifer McDaniel, are divorced. They have been for a bit, apparently. Not only that, he has a new girlfriend, named Sky. Okay, all right, okay, we keep it moving over here, getting into movie and TV news. I think this belongs in movie news, right? Ukraine's President Zelensky used to be a comedian and an actor. We've known that for a bit, uh, but now we're finding out more and more about his past credits, and he was the voice of Paddington Bear in the Ukrainian versions of Paddington and Paddington 2. Uh, He also won Dancing with the Stars over there in 2006. Is there anything this guy can't do? Uh, It looks like South Park is going to tackle the Russian invasion in a new episode out tomorrow on Comedy Central. Those guys have always had an extremely quick turnaround on their episodes. The title of this one is Back to the Cold War. Disney is officially pausing theatrical releases in Russia. That includes Marvel's Morbius and Pixar's Turning Red. Some new movies coming up. Apparently, all the studios are scrambling to to formulate plans. Disney said they will make future decisions based on the evolving situation, but for now, it is all on hold. And Warner Brothers just made a last-minute decision to pull the Batman from theatrical release in Russia. I can't believe this movie actually exists, but filming has wrapped on Indiana Jones 5. Uh, It's been in development since 2008. They started filming back in June, and they had a bunch of delays. Some were COVID-related. I know that Harrison Ford suffered a shoulder injury on set. Well, it's finally wrapped. Gonna have to wait until June of next year to see it, though. Harrison Ford, fun fact, will be 80 when it comes out. A sequel to Beetlejuice has been in development for quite some time. I was starting to lose hope, but Brad Pitt just swooped in and saved the day. His production company, Plan B, is now on board with it, and they plan to bring new life to the stalled project. The movie could potentially start filming this summer, and the unconfirmed word is that Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder are both returning with Tim Burton back in that director's chair. There's a new Madonna biopic in the works, and apparently Sidney Sweeney from Euphoria and Julia Garner from Ozark and Inventing Anna have both auditioned for that lead role. Meanwhile, it was just announced that Michael Douglas is set to play Benjamin Franklin in an upcoming Apple TV Plus series. Uh, Sylvester Stallone just weighed in on the age-old question, who would win in a fight, Rocky or Rambo? And ultimately, he didn't really pick a winner. His final analysis was that, quote, neither man will ever be the same. How was that? It felt more Christopher Walken. I don't know. Uh, I have a couple trailers for you up on our Instagram stories right now. There is a new eight-episode HBO show called The Baby. It's about a baby that might actually be a killer. Ooh, an evil baby. The trailer is up at First Thing Pod on Instagram. Okay, what about Rocky Rambo or this killer baby? Huh? Also, a, uh, a new one for Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. That's up there as well. On TV today and tonight, President Biden will deliver his first State of the Union address tonight at 9 o'clock Eastern. It's going to be on ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox. I'm curious if he'll have beads around his neck. Happy Mardi Gras. The Larry David story. I'm excited about this. I love Larry David. It's on HBO tonight. It's a two-part documentary about him. Wild and Out is on VH1. Superman and Lois and Naomi are on tonight as well. Getting into music for a fifth straight week. We don't talk about Bruno. 
Yeah, but we do talk about Bruno because he keeps dominating the charts. From the Encanto soundtrack, We Don't Talk About Bruno is still the number one song in the country. It further extends its record as the longest running Disney number one of all time. And yes, the, the Encanto soundtrack is still the number one album in the country as well. We don't talk about Bruno. Uh, someone put a, uh, a fake version of Kanye's Donda 2 on iTunes and it fooled enough people to make it into the top 20. And that's despite it being credited to Wanye Kest. Oh, so close. It's all instrumental and it's still climbing the charts. So good for Wanye. Uh, in case you missed it, Aretha Franklin's 15-year-old granddaughter auditioned for American Idol this uh, past Sunday on the premiere, and she didn't make it. Bummer. Uh, Neil Diamond is the latest superstar to sell his catalog. Universal Music is now the proud owner of his song Sweet Caroline, Red Red Wine, so many more. In country, the Chicks just announced their summer tour. It's called the Chicks Tour 2022, and Brooks and Dunn just announced their Reboot 2022 tour as well. Alrighty, as we start to wrap it up, a few additional headlines for you. I mentioned a couple times that today is Mardi Gras, and that means today is also National Pancake Day. I didn't realize the two coincided, but apparently it's so people can get rid of all of the butter and eggs and milk in their fridge before Lent drops. Uh, anyway, IHOP has free short stacks today. If you've ever watched a 10-second TikTok video and thought, wow, I wish that was 9 minutes and 50 seconds longer, well, this is your lucky day. The length of their videos used to be 60 seconds, and then they upped it to 3 minutes, and now 10 minutes. I mean, yeah, that's the perfect length of time for a daily podcast that rips through all the headlines, but does anyone really want to watch a 10-minute TikTok video? We'll see. Uh, the Lego Foundation, I love this, they're donating 600 Lego MRI machines, tiny ones, to children's hospitals around the world as a way to make kids feel less nervous about them. That's great. A man named Scott Thompson recently fell off his boat in the Santa Barbara Channel. It was nighttime, he was miles from land, the water was freezing. After a while, he was given up hope when a seal showed up and started nudging him. He said it would go underwater and pop back up and nudge him like a dog does. He assumed this was some sort of a guardian angel and it gave him the strength to continue. It went on for a while until he was able to get to an oil platform and was ultimately rescued, all thanks to that seal. And a new poll asked a question even more important than that Rocky versus Rambo one. I want you to think about this for a second. Would you rather be smart and sad or dumb and happy? The winner, in the end, dumb and happy. It was close, it was very close. I think I'd have to go with dumb and happy as well. I mean, isn't happiness kind of the point to all of this? Friends, that brings us just about to the end. Uh, I always end with a positive story. This one today is about Airbnb. They are arranging accommodations for up to 100,000 refugees from Ukraine. This effort is being funded by the company, donations, and the generosity of hosts. I have a link to donate uh, to this in our Instagram stories right now if you're interested. There are a lot of ways to help right now, and this is a good one. Hosts from neighboring countries such as Poland, Germany, Hungary, and Romania are all stepping up here. Honestly, when you think about it, the reality that we are in with half a million new refugees, it's hard to accept, really. It's a world-changing situation, uh, but that's where we are. And as bleak as that is, we are also seeing the best parts of humanity. Again, if you want to donate to this particular cause, the link is up in our Instagram stories right now. The show is over now. That's it. Thank you for uh, for listening, for being a part of the show, for telling your friends. I know you're spreading the word. Thanks for all the messages and stuff I get on Instagram as well. Uh, means a lot to me. It's heartwarming, honestly, to, to know that so many people are um, on board with the show, making it a part of their routines. It was just kind of a, uh, a concept I had, and it seems to be working. So thank you. I appreciate you. I'm back first thing tomorrow. Enjoy your Mardi Gras if you're a Mardi Gras celebrator. 
I'll talk to you then. Please tell your friends about this show.